and welcome back to all our beautiful listeners to our podcast show Besties on a Mission. We are your older sisters who read so that you don't have to. Or you can if you want to. Yes. So we are now on our third episode of our second season. A rather important episode in my opinion. So we are going to talk about the blessings of the energy centers in this episode. So in the cosmic journey that is becoming supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza there is an entire chapter dedicated as a guide that explores what the blessings of energy centers is. It's an important journey into the subtle realms of our existence, a map to sort of navigate the intricate network of energy that courses through us. So to embark on this exploration, let's first understand what Dr. Joe means by energy centers. In ancient traditions, and now increasingly validated by modern science these are points within a body that serve as hubs for the flow of energy often referred to as chakras these energy centers play a very very vital role in a physical mental emotional sexual spiritual well-being in every sense this is literally the blueprint of our energy the road map of our body so understanding these energy center is super super important and before we dive into the blessings let's briefly unravel the intricacies of the energy centers so dr joe draws from ancient wisdom and modern science to depict these energy centers as spinning wheels of energy so there are seven main chakras and each associated with specific areas of the body and aspects of our consciousness so the first chakra is called as root chakra and this is also known as muladhara in sanskrit or in indian ancient texts This is located at the base of the spine and this chakra is associated with our sense of grounding, survival, and connection to earth or more like mother nature. The second chakra is called as sacral chakra which is also known as swadhisthana and it is situated in the lower abdomen which is literally the belly button and it governs our creativity, sexuality and emotional balance. The next chakra which many of you may have heard is called as the solar plexus chakra also known as manipura and it is located in the upper abdomen and it is linked to our personal power, confidence and self-esteem. These are some of those chakras that are present in the lower part of our body. So the chakras that we talked about so far, uh, the first three, all function on low vibration. In general, people who are not aware of these things are more likely to operate through the first three chakras. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure most of us have heard that you know spiritual beings or higher vibrational people don't really have the urges such as uh, the sexual urges or even cravings, also other feelings like jealousy or even being competitive. So that's actually because they've stopped giving into the temptations that. arise from the first three chakras right and the fourth chakra and in my opinion it's an important chakra is your heart chakra also known as anahata it's nestled in the center of the chest and it oversees love compassion and our ability to connect with others and a very important factor of forgiveness as well i also feel like this is the chakra that sort of brings the lower three chakras and the upper three chakras together so the next mm-hmm. chakra that we are going to move on to is the throat chakra which is called as vishuddha and its position at the throat Basically it governs communication self expression and speaking your own truth the next chakra which i'm very sure 
everyone has heard at some point is the third eye chakra which is present here in the middle of the forehead also called as agnya it is situated between the eyebrows and it relates to intuition perception and inner wisdom the last chakra that we have on our body is the crown chakra which is at the top of the head and it's called a sahasra it signifies a connection to the divine it you know guides our spiritual awakening and it links us to the higher consciousness so the importance of each chakra is more as it ascends from bottom to top meaning much importance is given to the heart throat third eye and crown chakra when compared to the other three however i recently learned that muladhara or the root chakra is quite important as well and the degree of importance cannot be really compared with the high vibrational chakras so uh, this is something that i learned recently in a yoga retreat in india and there's a special yoga practice called as kaya kalpa and this is what i learned in the retreat that's when i learned the importance of the root chakra so basically all the energy that you actually need to be like really energetic active and young or more importantly disease free actually comes from the root chakra so it's importance cannot really be compared with the chakras such as the crown or third eye it's equally important I believe each of them have their own significance and also I think all of the vital energy force rests in muladhara before exactly. it is awakened and before it rises to the other levels so it's mm-hmm. more vital and you know having that awareness is very key here so yeah. understanding the energy centers provides us the map of all the subtle energies that shapes our experience and Dr Joe invites us to explore these centers not merely as mysterious concepts but as gateways to pro found transformation and this is not something that dr joe has discovered or it's talked by him only there are ancient scriptures there's so much information in so many different cultures that emphasize so much on all of these chakras and how very vital it is to make sure they're all balanced open and in harmony so you know you are experiencing the best of what the world has to offer so i truly believe that this is like a multifaceted journey So now let's you know unravel the blessings that's bestowed upon us as we delve into the intricacies of each energy center in specifics. So the root chakra is actually the foundation of security and stability and when you want something and you want to affirm it you start with this words I am when you're affirming with respect to the root chakra. The place where our root chakra is located is the midpoint of our body so if you divide the human body into two equal halves horizontally and vertically the midpoint is your root chakra and root chakra is the anchor the foundation upon which our sense of security and stability rests dr joe guides us through the blessings of a balanced root chakra a sense of safety in the world a feeling of being grounded and the ability to manifest uh, our basic needs it's about forging a deep connection with the earth and anchoring ourselves in the present moment and building a solid platform for personal growth so there are certain symptoms that sort of guides you to recognize if you are having a blocked root chakra and these are very standard symptoms that I guess so many youngsters at this point in time experience these are anxiety uncertainty loss of interest in general aspects of life insecurity to the highest level in my opinion and just this you know massive restlessness having no energy to want to do things um basically lack of energy and like not having a very strong identity as well so you have really 
very low vibrational thoughts and very low vibration feelings in itself and these are some major 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 symptoms as to fact that your root chakra might be blocked so if it is not a physical condition that you're experiencing it is maybe very simply that your chakra is not balanced and that it's time that you pay attention to it so it can open up and be in a balanced situation these seem like something that most of us feel because like i mentioned before most of us operate from this chakra and apart from things like meditation if you want to remove the blocks in your root chakra you can start eating root vegetables such as you know carrots and potatoes and absolutely nobody on this planet hates potatoes so i'm sure all of us can do that i can not think of a single person <laughs> who does not like potatoes yeah, so yeah. i'm sure people will find a creative way to consume it but yes The second and in my opinion another very important chakra is the sacral chakra it is basically your creative reservoir like it's bold underlined italicized it is your reservoir okay so the affirmations that i would preferably use for this chakra is something that starts with i feel like i feel happy and fulfilled or i feel confident and powerful it's putting a lot of emphasis on certain things that will make you grow into a more creative individual so moving up to the sacral chakra we know where it is present it's basically your belly button it's the navel point in your body uh, we encounter the blessings of all creativity and emotional balance in this chakra so dr jo again paints a very very vivid picture of a well nurtured sacral chakra as a reservoir of creative energy harmonious relationships and a fluid fluid with expression of emotions it's like where creation unfolds without any stop where there are no blockages and we sort of become like a vessel for the divine flow of all sort of inspiration whether it's art music or anything that just simply excites you for that matter creativity is vast in nature so it can be anything So there are a couple of symptoms of a blocked sacral chakra. So for example, if you have a lot of mood swings, it's probably because your sacral chakra is blocked. And also hypersexual thoughts since it's associated with creativity, lack of creativity is also another sign. Also repression and also detachment. So these are the things that you can use to identify if your chakra is blocked. I also feel like too less of any of these emotions are also a blockage like if you have a low libido or if you're not you know very sensual or very excited they are also symptoms that you know your sacral chakra might be blocked I think another tip when it comes to the food consumption with respect to sacral chakra is anything orange which is like oranges or like tangerines or like clementines all of those are really good for consumption for your sacral chakra it sort of boosts the energy Moving on to solar plexus chakra. So when you want to affirm something related to solar plexus chakra, you start with I know. The solar plexus chakra, according to Dr. Joe, is the realm of personal power and self-esteem. Balanced energy in this center blesses us with a strong sense of self, confidence in our abilities and the courage to pursue our dreams. It's about stepping into our authentic power, unapologetically embracing our uniqueness and radiating the light of self-assurance. And some of the most important blocks that you may experience when it comes to the solar plexus is lack of self-confidence. It's a given. Like if you have issues with your self-confidence, if you have low self-esteem, you have low self-worth, it's all it's all proof that your solar plexus is blocked. There are other symptoms as well where it's like 
inability to digest complicated concepts like sometimes you're not able to process things and also you sort of lose conviction in like making sound judgments like you're not very confident about coming to strong conclusions about any situation and again lack of energy is just a given in all of these circumstances so again i'm going to give you a tip on what changes you can make in your food in order to remove the blockages so you have to consume something that is yellow in color which is going to associate with the sun so you could eat um yellow bell peppers or even bananas to remove the blockages now moving on um the fourth chakra which sort of ties everything together is the heart chakra and believe it or not it's the gateway for love and compassion and there is no stronger emotion than love in my opinion so when you are um looking at your heart chakra using words like i love as the beginning of an affirmation is super useful to like emphasize on your heart chakra and sort of empower the space so along with multiple other teachers who emphasize on heart chakra dr jo eliminates the blessings of an open heart which is almost equivalent to a capacity for deep unconditional love compassion for ourselves and others and actually like having the ability to forgive ourselves as well as others and to be able to forge meaningful connections here the heart becomes a radiant center and it's emitting the frequencies of love that transcend beyond boundaries of ego and separation and anything literally low vibrational because one of the most strongest feelings is love like there is no no arguing with that right and when you have a blocked heart chakra you feel loneliness and there's this uneasy feeling and also some insecurity as well so you're actually unable to express your emotions freely and you sort of struggle to accept yourself then there's also a lack of empathy and again depression so these are the symptoms of a blocked heart chakra and if you feel like you genuinely do not have any medical heart conditions and you still feel like mm-hmm. these blocked energies it's just a sign that your heart chakra is blocked and there are some things where you can do to like open up your heart chakra where it's like you know a lot of self care activities okay like where you are nurturing yourself and where you're taking care of yourself in fact having something as simple as a skincare routine is really really nourishing to your heart chakra and i feel like some of the good food that can in sort of help with this um chakra is anything green so all of your leafy greeny vegetables they're very useful they're very helpful in raising the vibrations of your heart chakra so moving on to throat chakra this is about expression and authentic communication and when you want to affirm something corresponding to the throat chakra you start with the affirmation i speak a balanced throat chakra bestows the gift of clear expression truthful communication and the ability to align our words with our inner truth it's about finding our voice speaking our authentic truth and contributing to the symphony of collective wisdom and i'm sure these are some of the blockages many of us might have experienced at some point in our life and these are significant blockages to throat chakra which is basically the inability to express yourself like if you're not speaking your mind if you're not able to speak your truth it's a huge huge sign that you know your throat chakra is blocked and you sort of have disorganized thoughts and you are sort of speaking without thinking actually i am guilty of this myself um big time in the past but obviously now i'm much more aware um some other blocks are expressing yourself dishonestly feeling timid and never really speaking up and like sort of having 
no sensitivity towards others and just you know running your mouth or like running your tongue and also um the other spectrum of that is experiencing social anxiety where you're not speaking at all so these are big blocks that you might have experienced when it comes to your throat chakra i guess also i don't want to like go this way on a gender basis but a lot of women might experience because they do not have the freedom generally to express everything that they feel i'm sure the other gender experiences that as well but i feel like amongst the people that i've known sort of girls and women have experienced this more and again a lot of other factors like race and ethnicity and like your place of origin ties to how freely you are able to express or how you're not able to express and most of the times uh, throat chakra is blocked for people who have gone through traumatic experiences such as uh, abuse so that's also there yeah. yeah i have a tip that you could use uh, to remove the blocks from your throat chakra so you can do something creative such as singing writing or anything that would actually let you express yourself uh, like painting oh uh, actually you do love painting I right do. i do and i guess a lot of people do as well yeah and there's this other thing that i really love is that we can also use essential oils such as lavender uh, actually helps removing blocks that is useful the sixth and a really important chakra again is the third eye chakra which is the connection to your intuition and your inner wisdom because you are connected to a source that's bigger than yourself and when you are sort of empowering this um chakra specifically you can use affirmations that begin with i see meaning i see the power in myself i see the compassion in others anything in that nature so journeying to this third eye chakra we have n number of blessings from our intuition and from our inner wisdom that comes when you are nurturing it when you are taking care of it you have all the answers within yourself you don't have to ever wonder about anything external to you and a lot of people have laid so much emphasis on third eye chakra like it's beyond description at this point but i feel like when you are tuned into your third eye when you are connecting with your third eye chakra a heightened sense of intuition clarity in everything that you desire to achieve is there and there is a deeper connection to our inner guidance like you do not have to go question other people what should i do in a certain situation you can question that to yourself and you'd have the answer yourself i feel like here's where the wheels of illusion are lifted and we perceive the world through a lens of inner knowing like you know you innately know the answers to your questions and i guess it's a big bonus it's a huge power that if you were to to like nurture it it would be a huge bonus to you and since it's associated with intuition so it's a given that when your third eye chakra is blocked uh, there's a lack of intuition and confusion and also sometimes lack of purpose and you're kind of cynical and of course you're indecisive when you have poor judgment and you often end up overthinking so there's basically no clarity yeah and like you know you're sort of pessimistic and like i guess poor judgment as well like you're never able to judge if someone means well or someone means harm because you know you're not tuned into your inner guidance so yes for everyone who's starting out on their journey i really really say please have extra patience with your third eye chakra and like you know really take care of it really well and nurture it and i'm sure you'd be very successful so coming to the last chakra the seventh chakra the crown chakra It is the chakra that is connected to the divine. 
And when you want to affirm something, you start with I understand. You can say things like I understand that it is easy for me to attract wealth. Or you can say that I understand that it is easy for me to achieve my goals. And this is actually the pinnacle of our spiritual journey, this chakra. So Dr. Joe describes the blessings of an awakened crown chakra as a profound connection to the divine, spiritual, transcendence and emerging with the cosmic consciousness. Here we recognize our divine nature, transcending the limitations of the ego and experiencing the oneness of all existence. And some of the most important symptoms of a blocked crown chakra is basically not feeling very spiritual, not feeling attachment to your spirituality or something bigger than yourself. Or on the other hand, being hyper-spiritual as well because everything Mm -hmm. needs a balance. So if you're experiencing lack of focus or you have poor mental function, you're not sleeping that well, you have insomnia and you're also like, you know, isolating yourself a lot or you might even exhibit controlling behaviors it all means that your crown chakra is blocked so please pay attention to the symptoms some of the things that we could do to unblock our crown chakra is to use essential oils like i mentioned before for the third eye and also being in the nature really helps and of course for all the blockages for all the chakras the two things that are like a standard practice is meditation and affirmations So in this way, I hope you understand that when you recognize your blockages, you're able to balance them as well. And this way, you reach the full potential of each chakra. And only in this way, you are able to manifest a balance, like a harmony within yourself and within something bigger than yourself. So these blessings are not just limited to your physical or mental or emotional well-being, but in fact, it contributes to your overall well-being, like your spiritual growth and sort of having a harmonious connection with the universe. So there's this meditation called the Blessings of the Energy Center. And in this meditation, you apply the idea or principle which says that where your attention goes, your energy flows. So you start by focusing on each scent one by one, starting from the root until the crown chakra. So this meditation is a way to harmonize and act positive attributes associated with each energy center, bringing balance and well-being to your physical, emotional and spiritual self. And another important thing that I would like to let you know is that always, always imagine yourself going into a protective bubble when you are in that meditative state. Just before you start the meditation, just sort of imagine like this glowy white light surrounding you as a protective bubble. This is really, really helpful in protecting your energy from like anything negative, basically. So yeah, yeah, this is also something that I learned uh, in the yoga retreat. And that was the Mm -hmm. first time that I ever heard that, you know, you really need to protect yourself and say certain stuff to protect yourself from spirits. So again, in this book, there is so many things that say that all of the chakras carry energy and all of our organs carry energy. And I totally, totally agree with it because, you know, it's sort of like an invisible energy because at the end of the day, everything is energy. And in this chapter, there is the story of a 47-year-old lady who wrote this book called Change of Heart, where apparently all she craved after her heart and lung transplant was chicken nuggets and beer and french fries and Snickers, basically all junk food. And later, when she were to find out where her transplanted organs came from she discovered that her organs were retrieved from an 18 year old who unfortunately lost his life in a motorcycle accident and literally his 
diet and his choice of food and all of the junk food that he preferred was transferred to this person to this 47 year old woman through his organs i mean i'm sure this might seem bizarre but i'm sure all of you know some or the other story that is bizarre like this and somehow it's already happened as well the story is quite fascinating but also like um, scary at the same time and there's also another story a dramatic story where a 8 year old received a heart transplant from a 10 year old who was murdered and this 8 year old was haunted by visions of the killer and he later actually helped find the killer and solve the case so as bizarre as this sound this also did happen Yeah and I feel like all of this are like super super nice plots for like horror movies because these are daily occurrences all throughout the world I'm not sure how many really believe in it but I think it does happen and it it is possible because you know all of our being is energy and that energy has a memory and all of it is transferred from one position to another regardless of who that organ is with Okay. So um so have you ever wondered how some unimaginable concepts as in concepts that seem like a secret of the universe on how things work or how things are created are actually made into films by people? Some filmmakers do that. For example, the movie Doctor Strange, they did talk about multiverse and that's also like a real concept in the spiritual world. So I actually believe that these bizarre concepts occur in the mind of the filmmaker because it is true or at least it's true to some degree. So what do you think of this? I think all the important vital information is hidden from normal people like us. That's what I think. Because until like a few months ago people were thinking that aliens are imaginary until the US government confirmed it. So why on earth wouldn't multiverse be a reality as well? Exactly. So moving on to the practical applications of how to transmute this energy into blessings. So Dr. Joe doesn't just leave us with the theoretical knowledge. He provides us practical tools and techniques to transmute the energy within each center into tangible blessings through meditation, intention setting and mindfulness practices. He guides us in aligning our energy centers, unlocking their inherent blessings and catalyzing transformative shifts in our lives. Yes, and as we navigate towards the end of this episode, the blessings of the energy centers with this book from becoming supernatural is actually really really useful it's like in comprehensive terms and if you were to ever read the book you would understand we recognize now that these centers are not just isolated entities but sort of like interconnected facets of our holistic well-being and the blessings bestowed upon us are not just gifts of some external force these are something that's innately present inside us with enormous potential that we are yet to discover so in this association of energy we sort of become more and more experienced and we become more and more creators when we are practicing this through our own existence so through awareness intention and practice we sort of step into this role of energetic architects shaping our reality and organizing our inner energies and experiencing the profound blessings that arise from aligning within ourselves I am not sure how many people agree with this but it might just seem like a fancy way of saying please meditate so you know you can experience inner balance but that is the truth like you're never too young to start doing these 
I thought I was too cool to meditate literally less than two years ago. And now I cannot describe the amount of blessings that I have experienced personally within a very short span of time that I don't know how many people could have otherwise. So yes, please guys, once again, meditate. Yeah, I completely agree. So let's move on to the task for this week. So first task would be to actually identify your blocks. We have talked about the blocks for each chakra. So you could go back and uh, identify your blocks based on what we said and also do things to remove the blocks like consuming certain food or of course doing meditation, doing affirmation practices. And then there is this guided meditation that you could do and it's called the blessing of the energy centers where you bless each of your energy center. Or if you like, you could also try this other thing where you just close your eyes, get into a relaxed state. I mean, you can maybe also lie down in your bed and you can place your attention at each body part. Bless each body part by saying thanks and saying that that part, that chakra is perfectly healthy, balanced, whole. And you can start from your root chakra and move up to your crown chakra. Yes, we are also really very excited to introduce one of our incredible digital products, which is Affirmations Alchemy. We have described in brief about all the affirmations that you should use for each chakra. And we've also noticed that in the online space, everyone lays a great emphasis on I am affirmations, but that's not the only one that you meant to use. So please go check out our Affirmations Alchemy so you can use the right sort of affirmations for each chakra and benefit from that. We really look forward to hearing your feedback back and reviews and do visit our website www.bestiesonamission.com our digital product is also available there thanks for tuning in see you very soon in our next episode with more wonderful and useful information we are your older sisters who read so that you don't have to or you can if you want to